Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney. Along with beautiful Kimberly Rose. Hello, everybody. We are talking about CBD and dementia. Yes. With CBD becoming popular as a neuroprotectant and dementia being a neurodegenerative disorder, it is no surprise that it's been showing up in clinical studies for a while now. Yes. Yes. It does look like there have been a few studies, yes. There's been another problem, though, and I think that's uh, going to carry a lot of spotlight on today's discussion, what things are interfering with this potential for solving this dilemma with finding a solution for uh, dementia. I I went back uh, 40 years. And the same thing just happens over and over and over again. Outcome of clinical study is not what has been been expected, uh, and it gets shut down. And it's just over and over again, I feel terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something to do with, I don't, well, well, I guess we don't know what it has to do with. Why, why, if there's some (laughs) sort of good news, is it not Researched? Why wouldn't you just dive into it's that? Very, that's a very interesting conclusion you have, and it seems that most other practitioners or clinicians have a similar feeling about this. I heard the term used over and over again, and that is, we first must understand what to study. It's that broad of an issue mm-hmm. uh, that they'll go down a path only to find out that what they were chasing wasn't the issue. So that term of what to study has been coming up, has come up quite a bit. Okay. Now, I thought we would uh, handle today uh, was just to kind of, let's, let's just discuss a little bit about this area, this world of doing clinical studies and reviews for dementia, which, by the way, dementia leads to a lot of diseases that we know. Uh, Alzheimer's is one of those. Uh, There's quite a few more. So we'll just kind of dive into that. And then we're going to spin into the area of natural plants that, you know, mainly cannabinoid that have on a regular basis uh, come up as a number one uh, plant to study, only to be shut down for lots of political or or legal issues. Uh, so we'll run through that. Then we're going to run through uh, you know lots of testimonials from people who have chosen to use a form of cannabis. Uh, and then we're going to give some just good general guidance on where studies are currently going, what people are suggesting, uh, as well as if you do want to give cannabis a try because of its natural and and less side effects, uh, maybe some directions on how to go. How to start. How to get there, yeah. yeah. Uh, when we read through those, I can't tell you, the th- it's thousands of people going, 
I just need information on how. Tell me where I can get it. Tell me what to use. Tell me, you know, how to select the right product. That, 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 that you could just see so many people. Lots of frustration. Starving, yeah. starving for that information. Right, and because your doctor's not going to give it to you. Um, Unfortunately. Now, I did see that, uh, and I'm not aware of this in Arizona, but uh, that there are actually like cannabis doctors. Yeah, absolutely they are. Yeah. So yeah. That, that would be a maybe a place to start, see if there's something like that in your area. Yeah, that, not a bad call, not a bad call at all. Yeah. And I think you could even Google that phrase right by itself and, and you could get there. Yeah. Good call. Good thinking. I should have Googled that for you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Kimberly. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start out with some facts. In 2016, there were more than 5 million Americans living with Alzheimer's. One in nine Americans aged 65 and older have this disease. Yeah. Not looking great. Please find something to solve this. You and I are getting there. Well, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of things they say is... Ah! Right. <laughs> Sorry, that just came out. <laughs> if you were a chronic drug user, if you were... Uh, things that could impact it. Things that could, yeah. 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 Unfortunately, right. yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's more some more facts here. One that I think Kimberly and I find... Interesting, because we've looked behind the screen on this one. We've peered under the covers. Check out this fact. Between the years 2002 and 2012, just one of 244 Alzheimer's drugs were evaluated in clinical trials actually went to the Food and Drug Administration for approval. Only one of 244. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a ton. Let me give you the, a similar stat around that same time period. From to, and I dug these up from 2000 to 2013. That's a 13-year span right around that same time frame. Deaths attributed to Alzheimer's disease increased by 71%. Wow. Let's review those two numbers again. Of the 244 drugs that were put into clinical, only one made it. Hmm. And, are and those in that same time period, the death rates have increased by 71%. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, something's broken. Right. Obviously, something is broken. Frustration after frustration of doctors all saying the same thing. We keep running into problems. Uh, we already talked about the first one. You know, that one's just medical science. Sometimes you just don't know what to study. Sometimes you don't know what the real issue is, especially with something that's like this, is cognitive, broad-scoped problem. Well, and it looks like there's just so many different pieces, and they try yeah. and put them in these little, this is dementia, this is Alzheimer's, this is... Right, yeah. It's... Well, there is a lot. You're there's right. There's just so much. And we're, yeah, and we'll, we'll get a chance to see how deep that rabbit hole goes, too. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to start off with just citing a little information from a reputable 
peer-reviewed clinical study. Again, only only something I got this off of NCBI. Um, it was called the efficacy of cannabinoids and preclinical drug screening platform for Alzheimer's disease. This was done in November 2019. Finding a therapy for Alzheimer's disease is perhaps the greatest challenge for modern medicine. Many drugs in the clinic today are based upon natural products from plants, yet cannabis has not been extensively examined as a source of potential Alzheimer's disease drug candidate. Hmm. Interesting. Eleven cannabinoids were assayed for neuroprotective, loss of uh, trophic support, oxidative stress, energy loss, and inflammation. These compounds were also assayed for their ability to remove intraneuronal amyloids, which is a big thing that causes inflammation. Nine of the 11 cannabinoids had the ability to protect cells from their distinct phenotypic neurodegeneration screening. So together, these results significantly extend the published data by showing that non-psychoactive cannabinoids are potential, are potential lead drug candidates for Alzheimer's disease and other neurogenerative diseases. Now, I read this one, but I'm telling you, I saw this a dozen times, a dozen different peer-reviewed clinical studies all saying similar, almost the exact same thing, actually, you know, to be, be honest, almost the exact same thing. This needs to be studied. And wait till I get to the next part. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it really is. All right. So a lot of studies are suggesting that. Uh, that Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. And when we study cannabinoids, remember, there's endo and phyto. Endo's inside the body, phyto's outside the body. And you will find that uh, the phytocannabinoids are the ones they're talking about. Okay. There is a professor, and I I know I'm going to give you a chance to chime in. Let me kind of lay this out just a little bit. But feel free to interact anywhere you want. Uh, There is a professor, Day Struper. He is, let's see, if he is, um, he's a prominent physician doing lots of clinical studies in this area. Uh, let me see here. I, I, this is what he had, this is what got my interest. He quoted, I think we have a cure. I'm sorry. I think we'll have a cure in 10 years. I hope earlier. He started to... Um, he started to recognize about 20 years of studying, and he understood a few things about this, about, about the approach that a lot of the physicians weren't getting. And, and his approach, and, and he'll probably talk about it a little bit more into this, but his approach was more about when, when the current clinical studies were talking about dementia, they were all looking at that inflammation and the plaque buildup on the outside of the cells as something they need to deal with. That's what they were trying to treat. Dr. Struper instead said there was an onset, a trigger point in which created that environment, and that's the issue that needed to be solved. And he had lots of success, so much so that CNBC uh, did, did uh, 
stories on him. Uh, he gave public lectures about this. I even dug in to find out where his successes have been because when, I, when, when he initially, initially made this claim, hey, we're 10 years away from solving this. That uh, was in 2018. So I said, okay, so we should be two years into that or three years into it, and yeah. let's see where we are. Yeah, that's where that's where I got. Did he hit the wall? He, got, yeah, he hit, he hit that the wall. brick wall that's in his way. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's let's just see what he did. So in March 2017, as reported by CNBC, promising new research conducted last year at the Salk Institute for Biological Studies in La Jolla, California, had shown that marijuana extracts may hold a key to treating Alzheimer's disease. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Neurons in the brain naturally make THC-like compounds. Right, so we've talked about those. Those are endocannabinoids. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So to protect the cell from dying, these endocannabinoids affect both inflammation and other functions of the cell, such as intercellular signaling of the brain. Now, I really like this paragraph because, not to our own horn, but if you go back in any of our shows, we discuss all of this already. So. Kudos to us. <laughs> it turns out THC acts similarly to the endocannabinoid molecule that the body naturally makes to activate the receptors in the brain cells. I'll say that again. Right. THC, it turns out, acts very similar to those endocannabinoids. The problem, marijuana is still listed as a Schedule One controlled substance under the Controlled Substance Act mm -hmm. of 1970. A substance placed in Schedule 1, if it is determined to have no currently accepted medical use, a lack of accepted safety or use under medical supervision, and a high potential for abuse. So other Schedule 1 classification drugs, by the way, include heroin and LSD. Okay, we just wanted to pause there for a second. Right. Because the Salk Institute receives money from a national from the National Institute of Health, an agency of the U.S. Department of Health, <coughs> excuse me, and Human Services, the lab must abide by all federal laws, which prohibit it from having any unapproved strains of cannabis in its facility without proper registration. Mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me. So he quotes, it's so blatantly obvious that this plant should be studied in greater detail, and yet we have this major roadblock stopping us, says Dr. David Schubert, a professor at the Salk Institute and senior scientist on the study. It's hard enough to get funding without having to worry about legal issues on top of it. It's odd and somewhat demoralizing. Yeah, it's just, well. Do you know why he said it's odd? And demoralizing? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because why? What? Yeah, what are the other agendas playing out? Why is this product being held back? Why is it being grouped in with heroin and LSD? Why, why, why is, is what's fueling his, this is odd, and demoralizing? Well, and on top of that, he's talking about it being in a controlled environment in this... Yeah medical facility nobody's just out on the street doing this it's in a controlled environment why and let's see let's go a step further so remember i had i had reported that uh 
there were stats given to us uh, that 244 Alzheimer drugs were run through clinical trials, but yet only one made it to the FDA. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as I remember some facts that we had dug up earlier, it's somewhere between $1 and $2 million is the application fee to go through uh, to put a, a drug like this through clinical trial through FDA. So did I just hear that either a quarter to a half billion dollars in revenue went to FDA? Yeah. Yet they only approved one drug. That business is the, that's the model I want. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You're going to give us money and. All right, all right. Yes. So Boy. I got I got annoyed with this right off the bat, which might have stimulated a little bit more digging. Uh, but I'm going to try not to get you guys too far down that rabbit hole. But it is annoying. Yeah, it's terrible. You know what it is? It's really just sad for those people that are actually suffering yeah. and. Um, Because all the medications that I read that people are on. (sighs) All right. I'm going to go through this quickly because really it is. And it's not giving you a whole lot of room. I'll go quickly. So far, all requests have been denied. The DEA denied two of the latest petitions last August. FDA also recommended it not be removed. This is marijuana from the Schedule 1 so they can use it. Yeah. There's a quote here, ongoing scientists and medical evaluation determined at this time that the marijuana plant continues to have high potential for abuse and does not meet the criteria outlined by the DEA for currently accepted medical use, requiring a continued placement on Schedule 1 under the law, said Michael Felberbaum, a spokesperson of the FDA. And how far back did he say that? Does it say? I didn't uh, Ah, didn't put a date on here. The agency claims that marijuana has dose-dependent reinforcing effects, which can result in dependence, brings out Schubert's palpable frustrations. Marijuana is not physically addictive, although it can be psychologically addictive like sugar, salt, and fat, none of which are classified as a Schedule One drug. Right. I know. I know. I told you I was going to dig a little bit. Here's the last piece I'm going to do. So California voted to legalize recreational use of marijuana, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, legalizing it means that local growers are now able to grow it. I can walk down the street, buy it, and in abundance. I can go to medical marijuana dispensaries and buy it anytime I want. But I can't bring it into a lab to study it because of the federal restrictions, says lead scientist Schubert. Right. Isn't that something? I just don't understand how this plant still has this giant lockdown. I know. The FDA is aware that marijuana and marijuana-derived products are currently being prescribed by doctors to treat a number of medicinal conditions, AIDS, epilepsy, neuropathic pain, multiple sclerosis, cancer, chemo-induced nausea. But to date... The agency has not approved a marketing application for a drug product contained or derived from botanical marijuana and has not found any such products to be safe as effect or and effective for any indications. It's a it's totally unexplored area because research has been stopped by these two agencies, DEA and FDA. Bummer. Again. 
Why? People are dying. This disease, this is nothing. This, yeah, it should not, when I, when I said earlier it's broken, this is what led me down to that conclusion. Right, right. I, I know there's, there's, I know there is, everybody has their own opinion, everybody has their own view, everybody is, and has the right to have that. Sure. But sometimes you sit back and you weigh it all and go, okay, it's still broken, no matter what you see. Right. So can we, I mean, how can they not um, then maybe look into just cannabidiol? Just CBD, is that not going to help um, someone with dementia? Just pure CBD does not. Yeah, it's so the THC that connects those <clears throat> receptors. It, it so, and most of the studies I read, the THC is a big part. Uh, I think uh, you probably even saw that when you went and, and reviewed lots of different comments yeah. from those who have tried it. And um, yeah, the recommendation in everything I read was definitely the THC was a big part of it. A big part of it, right. um, along with CBD. Yeah. Um, but yes, they were. <laughs> and I, sh- I should probably. So I told you this, and I'm sorry if I interrupted you. No, that's fine. I, I just I, can they get around it in these clinical studies with just using again from the hemp plant. CBD and THC, that combination. Yes, it could. But I can't tell you where the other limitations are. Right. Because, again, there have been deployed strategies and chess moves. For instance, CBD was rushed through uh, for a for a FDA pharmaceutical drug approvement process uh, for seizures. Right. And once that molecule was then put into a pharmaceutical drug, it is no longer allowed to be listed as a dietary supplement. I see. It now is classified as a component in a pharmacological drug. So it has now different rules. And, And to be combined with and I don't think the CBD by itself was the key. Right. They talked about, in lots of studies that I read, cannabinoids, a profile of, including uh, minor and major, including THC and CBD. So I feel that the CBD by itself may not be enough to warrant the, uh, the time that is needed to do these studies or the cost. Uh, I, I should probably, this is probably a good time to let you know how the World Health Organization views uh, this, this product. Uh, let's see. World Health Organization stated that no public health problems have been associated with the use of CBD. And, that her, and there has been no known association with potential or dependence or abuse, unlike most pharma alternatives. The most common reported potential side effect of CBD usage were diarrhea, diarrhea, and bloating. Yeah. Wow, girls would hate that. Right. With some also I've reporting. Never, I've never had either one no, of those. Yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I don't understand where, where that comes from, but okay. Bloating. Maybe you take too much MCT oil and it's not the CBD. Go yeah, ahead. Possibly, huh? Yeah. Um, about 3% of the patients in studies reported liver problems and had to discontinue CBD use, specifically... In dementia, some patients reported increased tremor, 
but only with high doses of CBD. As with any new treatment, patients and caregivers should monitor effects and outcomes closely. By the way, that was a position of the World Health Organization. Mm. Yeah, I'm always, I don't know. I just had my, I had a full checkup and I've been using CBD for three years. My liver's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I remember, this was a small. A small, you know, yeah. yeah so. No, I just, I, I, I don't know how everybody can take this plant and put it into little pockets. Right. I, it's, well, it's a shame. I mean, when, with the, this, 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 uh, this Dr. Schubert, again, he quotes, it's totally unexplored area because researchers have been stopped by the DEA due to the way the agency classifies marijuana. Hubert says. Mm-hmm. The result is that basically no clinical trials have been held to test the use of marijuana-based drugs in the treatment of Alzheimer's or any other neurodegenerative disease. It's not right that they have that type of say over something that could be very useful, he added. People are dying of this disease and there's nothing out there for them. And Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia. Uh, it is almost the sixth leading cause of death in the nation, according to the Alzheimer's Association. So, what causes death if you have Alzheimer's? Like, is it, I guess I'm just confused. I thought you just weren't able to remember anything, and you, so do you, does the brain actually atrophy? <gasps> And I, you know, I'm not sure that I'm equipped to answer that question mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good question, but I don't know if I can answer that. Um, I would imagine the the responsibilities of the brain cognitively to be able to manage all the f- systems in your body, all the functions needed to sustain life. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Uh, a disrepair in that area probably could lead to the rest of the body just certain things not working not the way working, it's supposed to right yeah and so when what causes do they know is there any reason why there's you one person gets it one person doesn't obviously we talked about the abuse of drugs and alcohol and and so forth when you were younger yeah um let's see uh like we talked about this last night, and you said that one was an organic. Well, what did you say? Sure, sure. So dementia is a state of neural degeneration, and from that state, other diseases evolve. As an as an example, Alzheimer's disease. Oh, okay. Or vascular dementia, or Parkinson's disease. Those are all diseases created by the state of the brain as it suffers from dementia. Dementia being uh, neurodegeneration of the brain. Okay. Okay, and then from that then spawns the diseases. And is there any way to try, obviously besides, you know, a healthier life throughout your life, right, as you're growing uh, older and older? No, great question. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so this is an age-related dysfunction, Uh, so 50 and above. Mm -hmm. uh, There are certain 
forms of early onset of dementia, but for the most part, it's for older. Uh, it suggested that the things that cause heart disease are commonly those same things that will create uh, dementia. So like a plaque or like a... High cholesterol, a, yeah. overweight, uh, those kind of things, yes. Um, poor mobility, you know, poor exercise. Things that restrict blood flow. Possibly, yeah. Is that what they're saying? Well, yeah, I, again, I think that's yeah. too, too thin, Okay. I think it's much broader than you're making it. So if you're taking CBD earlier on in life, will you improve your chances of not getting these things later? I'm trying, I'm trying to hit, hit it off at the pass here. Sure. We should probably just look through, because that's what we're going to do after this break that we're getting ready to go on. Mm-hmm. We'll go through and we'll start talking about what, how people are using it from the people. Right. If we don't have a whole lot of, when we do have a lot of clinical studies, I'm telling you guys, go to NCBI, type in CBD for dementia. You will spend hours, days, weeks. Yeah. They're all peer reviewed, uh, but just nothing is conclusive. That's the, that's the shame of it. But lots of content. Um, But I suggest we're going to hear from the people. Uh, when we come back after this break, and that'll help answer that question. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. most of the... Yes. Okay. Let's we'll wait. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and when we come back, that's what we're going to do. Good? Yes. All right. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. You 
are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners, to the drama that is clinical studies for dementia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a drama. It is a drama. It really is. You don't think about these types of situations because, again, your doctor can't talk to you about any oh, of this. Right. So yeah. a lot of people don't understand. I think the, the what I found in my comments is most people just becoming frustrated with the medicine that their parents are on, and it's not really, it's really not helping, and it's causing other problems, and... So you just get to that point where it can't be worse. I'm just going to try this yeah. is kind of the overall feeling people are, are getting to. Yeah, so I, I thought we'd, we'd, we'd step into this section just having California Sox Institute just kind of show up with their opening statement. Yeah. Uh, the dementia-related conditions that can be helped by CBD include Alzheimer's, vascular dementia, dementia with Lewy bodies, Parkinson's disease, frontal lobal, frontal, frontotemporal dementia, and Huntington's disease. So according to the research, California Salk Institute, uh, and this was uh, a 2017 study found evidence that cannabinoids such as CBD could help remove dementia from and increase connections between the brain cells. Or the, yeah, the brain cells, and we've already talked about that. Those results were validated by other laboratories. While the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has yet to approve CBD drug for purposes treating dementia, it has approved a CBD-based drug for treating epilepsy. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to see the facts, but between those two. Anyway, there are three ways CBD can work to improve. By the way, we are still reading from... The California Salks Institute. There are three ways CBD can work to improve health outcomes from persons with dementia by reducing inflammation, by reducing oxygen buildup, and by working as a brain stimulant and neuroprotectant. From the user's uh, perspective, CBD may reduce stress and anxiety in individuals with dementia as well as reduce and decline the decline of memory and other brain functions. It sh- and this is my last drama piece, I promise. <laughs> it should be noted that much controversy surrounds CBD and the claims companies have made as its possible side effects. The FDA warns that CBD can cause liver injury, as shown in some animal experiments with super high doses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And effective and affect uh, metabolism of other drugs. And we knew that, the grapefruit warning discussion we had just last week. Yeah. The agency also says that long-term side effects remain unknown. Well, you should go talk to FDA so they'll let you study it. Right. All right, that was blow blow the bell. (laughs) So interesting, uh, there are three ways CBD can help. Reducing inflammation, reducing oxygen buildup, and working as a brain stimulant. CBD may reduce stress and anxiety in individuals with dementia, as well as reduce the decline of memory and other brain functions. I have one 
uh, one experience of this, and it was my own mother, as she had gotten into a fairly deep stage of dementia. And within a day of taking CBD, and by the way, this was back in 2015? 14? 14 or 15? Yeah. When the the dosage or the potency of, ten, of CBD was very low. But we finally got her to take it. And within a day, those signs came back. Those the, the 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 memory, the brain functions, the anxiety, the appetite, they all return super quickly. Yeah. So I just that was my only uh, direct share. Yeah, and <clears throat> I think that um, obviously hers was um, brought on by chemotherapy or yeah, or right, all that other stuff. But to see the difference, yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why. Ed became so um, just, yeah. we want to call it headstrong about CBD and how wonderful it was. He's just like, this. we have to follow this path. We have to go <laughs> into this world and see what, what we can well, do. What's potential is, I, it, the biggest thing was just side effects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was so dizzy that she couldn't. She couldn't take a shower. She couldn't stand up. She yeah. couldn't do anything. She couldn't remember people. She couldn't, I mean, she just was really completely yeah. depilitated. Um, and she wasn't taking that much CBD. I know. That was the impressive part. I don't think uh, her dose ever exceeded more than about 25 milligrams in a day. Yeah. I really don't think. Uh, I try to remember back that far. Uh, I, I think, you know, you can buy a bottle and the most you can have in it was like 300 milligrams yeah. in, a, in a one ounce or a 30 mil bottle. And that was what we all thought was super potent. Right. Uh, it was all full spectrum, but, you know, it always was um, back then. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they spun off and created just CBD isolates and such. But um, so even with that small amount, the, the effects were that noticeable. I think you have a couple of people who have commented on their own experiences that I, I think would be helpful if you picked a couple of them and shared. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with Diana. Diana has a mother um, with slight dementia. Okay. She started having sundowners symptoms with her um, becoming very aggressive late in the afternoon. And she also had been bedridden for a long time because of dizziness. Okay. So... After a while of, you know, just desperation, she decided to go ahead and give her CBD. She doesn't really tell me how much CBD she gives her mother. Okay. Um, the next morning when she claimed she was dizzy and didn't want to get out of bed, I administered some CBD. I gave her some CBD. About a half hour later, I entered the kitchen to find her freshly showered, dressed, and emptying the wow. dishwasher. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she was amazing the entire yeah. day. They played cards. I mean, she's saying this is amazing. Her mother was actually able to get up and function throughout the day. Couple more? Couple more. Because uh, she has, I'll just tell you, pages and pages yes. of these. <laughs> right? Um, let's see here. She, the, uh, Jeff says he has Louis body dementia. Right. And I have found a cannabis preparation that does magic on my brain. My speech pathologist was astounded and even wanted me to do it in his office to see the effect. Because yeah. it can happen that quick, huh? That's, yeah. He was using an 18 to 1 CBD THC. Okay. 
That ratio. sounds common. Yeah. Yep. Mother-in-law has vascular dementia and beginnings of AD. We started her on CBD oil last Friday night. It was he's writing this on Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Uh -huh. She is sleeping more and is more aware. Yeah. Even being able to watch Netflix by herself now. It's okay. just because she can't figure out the remote. <laughs> we took her out, which my parents still can't figure out that remote. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, uh, there's no surprise. There. We took her out. We took her off of the Exelon, E-X-C-E-L-O-N yeah. patch. Okay. We had to put on her each night to help her sleep and calm her at night. So they took her off that patch, put her on the CBD She's sleeping at night. She's okay. much calmer. Um, right. Okay. Uh, yes. Just got my father a medical marijuana card uh, to help with his aggression from late stage dementia. Aggression. I've heard that in studies a lot. Yeah. CBD or D THC helping with the aggressiveness of, D of dementia. Right. Yeah. So if you can get them to take a little couple puffs... It will calm them down dramatically. Yeah. Dramatically. He's on a 10, uh, 10, 10, 10 milligrams of CBD, 1 milligram of THC All right, right now. A 10 to 1. So mm -hmm. when you go to dispensaries or a CBD store, again, a reputable would be best. That term is often referred to, and it will always show up on a certificate of analysis a ratio of CBD to THC. It will always be there. Mm -hmm. And so commonly, 20 to 1, 30 to 1, 10 to 1. You will see those very easily. Don't worry about struggling with, oh, well, how do I find that out? It's very common in the market. Yes. Um, so, so here we have from the, again, I, I just like talking with the Salks Institute because they speak a little less clinical. Yeah. All right, so they gave us a couple of uh, a couple of how does CBD work for each of these diseases caused by dementia, Alzheimer's. The topic of CBD health benefit continues to grow with new CBD and okay. In recent studies, CBD has been shown to reduce and remove the impact of inflammation, oxygen buildup, and brain cell decline. I already knew that. Mm -hmm. Vascular dementia which is problems with reasoning, planning, judgment, memory, and other thought processes caused by the brain damage from impaired blood flow. To effectively treat vascular dementia, a 2016 study by the U.S. National Institute of Health found that activating the CB2, the CB2 cannabinoid receptor in the brain helped recover better blood flow in the brain. Activating the CB2 receptor with CBD has increased brain cell activity and helped reduce brain cell damage commonly associated with vascular dementia. How about dementia with Lewy bodies? That was the gentleman in there uh, that uh, used a ratio of, what, 20 to 1? Uh-huh. Dementia with Lewy bodies. Lewy body dementia? is a disease associated with abnormal deposits of protein in the brain. Research has shown that CBD can be effective at anti-inflammatory agent, reduce motor symptoms, which is tremor, rigidity, uh, and maintain circadian sleep rhythm. So again, might be an issue, circadian sleep rhythm, with somebody who has LBD. Parkinson's disease, disease of the nervous system. Cannabinoids such as CBD have been shown 
to contain effective brain protectors, antioxidant, and anti-inflammatory properties. And frontotemporal dementia, they call this PICS disease. Okay. P-I-K, P-I-C-K-S. Progressive nerve cell loss in the brain's frontal lobes leading to symptoms of depression and psychosis. Research has shown that CBD can be effective, can be an effective anti-inflammatory agent, reduce anxiety, reduce motor symptoms like tremor and rigidity, and main circadian, uh, your sleep circadian rhythms. Unlike most antipsychotic drugs, CBD does not lead to an increased risk of death. Because anybody who's taken those antidepressants, that's it's one a of slippery their slope. Yeah. And then last that they reported on with Huntington's disease, disorder that results in death of brain cells. According to 2016 research from the University of Madrid, due to CBD's effectiveness as antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties that is safe and tolerable at high doses, CBD can be beneficial for managing Huntington's disease. They didn't go any further than that, so and that's a little vague. Yeah. So, what else you got in there? Let's share a few more stories from all the readers because, again, those are experiences. Yeah. And I think they're legitimate to hear. Well, you know, so Monica, um, she's a caregiver for okay. a dementia patient. And this patient is 63 years old, has been on several medications, Prozac, metformin, Zocor, uh, and was addicted to Vicodin at one point. Um, she's aggressive and violent in the evening. Yeah, yeah. She no longer has regular sleep patterns and paces on a regular basis. Bingo. Yeah. So um, they do say she was an avid drug user as a young adult. Um, she was recently taken off all her medications to see if it would help her cognitive function cool. and be less sedative. Uh, it did help her awareness levels, but heightened her aggression. Okay. So they tried marijuana. They were they gave it to her in a vape pen. Uh -huh. I, it, she says just par marijuana, not okay. CBD. Um, we immediately noticed her aggressive behavior stop, and she stopped her pacing. She sleeps better, and her appetite has improved. Yeah. Now, they familiar. don't use it all the time. Okay. The, she's not using it. All, we, we've started a regular vitamin regimen suggested by her doctor. We only use the marijuana in times when she's in her aggressive, agitated state. But this... This uh, caregiver says, I truly hope more clinical trials will be approved for this research because we truly feel it is very helpful. Terrific. Good share. So that's really, that's from a caregiver. Yeah. Yeah. That has no agenda. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just cares. Um, I, you got more, and we're going to make time for more of those. Uh, one thing that Kim and, Kim and I did also discover is the amount, of, and I, I think we shared this earlier, the amount of requests almost begging and pleading for like, more information. Like what do we do? How right. do we start this? So yeah. I thought I'd throw some things there. First of all, the misperceptions uh, and myths related to this. My mother had them. Oh, my God. You're, what? You're gonna, you want me to do cannabinoids? You, cannabis? What? Marijuana? No way. I can't do that. She fought you for she oh did. a good year. At, at least, least a year. Yeah. Uh, and so she was a nurse, by the way. Myth, I know. Yeah. Right. Myth number one, CBD is not psychoactive. 
It is not. It is not. It will not get you high. It is from the hemp plant, not the marijuana plant. Those are two separate plants mm -hmm. in the cannabis family, much like a lemon and an orange are two separate trees, two separate plants in the in the uh, citrus in the citrus family. family okay, yeah. uh, CBD is sedative, and it reduces awareness or alertness. No, it has no psychoactive effects. Period. It is not a sedative. When people use CBD for sleep, it it, it only works when you are ready to sleep. Only by turning on the functions in which your sleep circadian clock is responsible for. That's it. Mm -hmm. Those who are watching live, i got a big cam movement yeah. here. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All CBD sources are the same. No, they are not. Two groups I want to talk about. One, group number one, those who are demonstrating and self-policing have COA at Certificate of Analysis from a third party. They're responsible. That's group number one, very easily determined. Group number two is knowing whether you have a CBD isolate or a CBD with all the plants products in there. Why? Because for dementia, it states over and over and over again that all the cannabinoids have a role in treating dementia. When we look at that from our perspective, the term full spectrum comes up a lot. Full spectrum means all of those cannabinoids are in there. Still, it is a CBD product from the hemp. It is not so psychoactive, will not get you high. Yes. Period. Okay? All right. How about uh, forms of administration? There are three ways to administer uh, CBD. Take it away, Miss Kimberly. Well, I mean, you have sublingually, which is going to be under your tongue. Um, that is a nice, quick way, not the quickest, but a quick way to get your CBD in. It is comes in a tincture oil, usually has a full-spectrum CBD, because that's what you want to go for, with some MCT oil. That is a great way to start. You can also vape it. Yep. Vaping yeah. is the quickest way. Again, you want to try and get a full-spectrum CBD product, a good quality vape cartridge. Um, and then, I mean, there's capsules. Edibles. There's Yeah, yeah edibles. There's anything that goes through the digestive system. Right, right. And the, the, the edibles are going to take you longer to see any effects if, you, if you're trying to treat your parent or yourself. Um, I would suggest an, a, an oil, a, yeah. a, a, a CBD oil. Yeah, so if you go with the edible, just be, you know, just hang back for an hour and a half. That's all. Right. All right, legal status in the U.S. Don't worry about it. It's completely legal. Yes. All right. Uh, Farm bill passed at in 2018. CBD hemp-derived cannabinoids. I'm going to say that. <clears throat> hemp-derived cannabinoids from the hemp plant are completely released. Mm-hmm. And that includes all cannabinoids, CBD, CBG, CBN, THC, Delta 9. All of them have been released as long as they are from the hemp plant. And that hemp plant was given a role for THC. It had to be below 0.3%. All right. But that's the grower. The grower's responsibility is to do that. If it's a licensed grower and you're going to a facility that has third-party testing, you're not going to miss. That is going to always be the fact. Always. You buy it from Amazon, good luck. Yeah. All don't, right? Yeah, don't If you're do picking that. it up from Circle K, good luck. But if you get it from a reputable source, you can't get it wrong. Right. Um, Are we talking uh, dose? 
dosage information is so unique. Depending on the person, depending on the, the, the level, the of, level of whatever you're you're wanting to deal with. So yeah. the dosage just start small. Try, listen. If if you're a small person, go ahead and start at ten or fifteen milligrams a day. Yeah, and move up from there. And don't be afraid to double it. Ten, fifteen didn't do anything today. Thirty tomorrow. Forty to next day. Don't be afraid. But find out where your start is. That way, it's a lot better than. Uh, going in the other direction because, you know, this stuff does cost money. Yeah. If you didn't need 40 milligrams a day, why spend the money on it? Why? And you're wasting the CBD and you're, it's just that you don't need to do that. And you can, um, now with vaping, dosage is a little bit more tricky. So again, start low, Yeah. very slow. Insurance coverage at this stage, and this is an early stage for CBD, there are few options for covering by insurance. However, when compared to the price of alternative pharmaceuticals, patients often still like to go in this direction. Mm-hmm. Medicare, nope, no policies there. Medicaid, no policies. Uh, so I wanted to share that with you. Flying with CBD, again, no issues. Uh, the federal rule on CBD is it's completely legal, but there are a few states that have adopted their own policy. So understand your state. But even if your state says no, by the way, purchasing it online is under the federal regulation. So anybody can purchase it online, okay. regardless of the state that you're in. I don't know if you can possess it in your, in your possession, different. But I want to clear that up for you. Yeah. Um, okay. One more, one more good share. Uh, from our, re- our listeners. Okay, let's see here. Um, I have had poor memory all my life, but in the last few years, it's gotten worse. And this is from Dawn. Uh, I love words and not... And to not be able to find them when I want them is heartbreaking. I discovered the study of mice and cannabis and immediately set about doing research. Uh, she is starting a CBD and THC with coconut oil, and she Has can now guess. find her words, and she right. is a happy camper. All right. I'm glad we squeezed that in. Hey, listen, everybody, that's a wrap for today's show. Thank you for joining us today. Next week, we'll be on physical therapy and CBD. We're going to wrap up quick. This is Ed and Kim helping you with the future of health and medicine. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.